The Retail Ready Podcast is proudly sponsored by Botanica Blends. Straight from the Wizard's Cauldron, we stock delicious plant protein for the likes of our famous vanilla cake batter and caramelized popcorn. We've got desserts like our dreamy jelly, vegan custard, and our latest date-free protein bars. We are currently offering 20% off to all Retail Ready podcast listeners until the end of October. So head on down to botanicablends.com.au and use the code READY20 at the checkout. Thanks, and enjoy the podcast. So there we go. Now we're rocking and rolling, Jody. Thank you very much for that patience there. Perfect. Well, welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, everyone who's listening. I'm I'm pretty excited by this episode. Not only is it a world that I know probably 0.0%, um, literally, the, this this episode I think is going to blow a lot of people's minds. I'm joined by Jody Minotto. Thank you very much for being on the show, Jody. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on board. Um, I'm really Thank excited. You we're going to be talking about but yes uh, please uh for the listeners where do you work what do you do because i i, I really enjoy your job and yes what you've explained about it but i'll let you explain it to the listeners yeah sure thanks ben so i'm jody minotto i'm research manager at mintel food and drink mintel is uh one of the world's largest uh market intelligence agencies the food and drink area that i work in is like a complete treasure trove of um, amazing data that enables us to track food innovation trends around the world across all different categories and uh, also lots of consumer data, market size data and just general um, trends. So we're in a really good position to be uh, looking at what's happening next in the world of food and drink and um, particularly the things right on the fringe, which is what I'm really interested in and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Awesome. So for anyone who's listened from the start of the podcast, we, we've had Mintel on before. We had a couple of your analysts um, mm-hmm. talk about kind of a range of different topics, and that was kind of CBD, plant-based, et cetera. Yep. And if anyone's seen the stuff that I follow on LinkedIn, I'm always liking kind of basically the your team um, when they <laughs> post on LinkedIn. I like literally all the posts because what I like is you guys are thinking ahead uh, of the curve and mm-hmm. we we always get a presentation every I think it's every two or three months and uh, we always get emails and stuff like that and it's it always excites me so that's why I think I'm a bit a bit excited by this uh, by this episode <laughs> because in a nutshell the umbrella topic that we're going to be talking mm. about is kind of mental functionality and yeah. We we and we're going to be talking about kind of from a work point of view, but also from product development that's happening for kind of social play and um, your what would you call it? Kind of the the new movement in alcohol and drugs. Yeah, uh, yeah, it even goes say. that far. Yes, yes. This um, is really awesome. So, would would you like to give an overview of what you know to date in kind of where the market is now? Um, mm. And I've got a few questions from our brief conversation the other week. And yeah, I just think there'll be a lot of a lot of pathways going down with this one. So yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Look, we could go off on all different tangents. I guess what first alerted to me, me to this new area was when I guess Soylent came on the scene uh, several years ago. And it came out first, targeting sort of IT workers in Silicon Valley with 
um, this tasteless, uh, complete food drink. Um, yeah, it was, okay. yeah, so tasteless. That's really quite radical for people uh, like me and, and perhaps like you who are just obsessed with food and enjoy their food, get a lot of pleasure out of food. These people don't even have time to taste. They don't have time to eat. They don't have time to taste. They're so committed to their jobs. And that's that's definitely the world of the knowledge economy. And around that time as well, we started hearing about microdosing going off going on in that world where workers were looking at ways to really enhance their mental performance. They needed to be really creative, really sharp, have lots of focused uh, long spurts of attention. Um, and then over the years, we've just been watching that whole space develop. So more in more legal spheres, we've seen the development of nootropic substances, <laughs> so drinks that really um, offer that mental enhancement. And then that whole complete nutrition world has taken off with so many different brands. Um, and it's really intriguing for me to see how the changing nature of work is shifting what people want out of their food and drink. It's not so much, you know, the energy to sustain their physical work. It's yep. what they need to help their minds. Interesting, because I I was discussing this internally at work and and to a few other people. And take for example, like I look at a protein bar, and yeah. the 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 fit a great purpose at the moment. And people are talking about protein fiber oh, there, there's, oh there's a dog oh, can i mute myself <laughs> it's all it's it's all good you've probably given him some nootropics haven't you <laughs> <laughs> well maybe some of your doggy delicious treats <laughs> yeah they are. good plug good pl- this this is what i like jody yes. there we go people, people are on board yeah. um and and i was discussing internally kind of people are after high protein low sugar um gluten-free Whereas I see this world that you're talking about and we'll talk into it more is the next phase, like the, a bar will exist, a, a, a protein bar will exist, but it'll be what else can we add into that product to give that extra 1%, 2% to make that um, individual even better. And like, I don't, I think bars are a long way off from what we're talking, but where do you see, so let's talk around nootropics, because I mm-hmm. think that's where we should start this. What is nootropics in, in your world? And what kind of products are you seeing being used in nootropics and ingredients that we should be kind of becoming aware of? Yeah, so there's, um, I mean, it's a really broad area, and it's not mm. really tightly regulated. Um, it started probably with the use of L-theanine. So I remember many years ago Lipton trying to prove, or Unilever doing studies to try and prove that it induced a more uh, focused, um, energising effect than caffeine, which yeah, okay. it produces more of a jolt. Um, since then we've seen such a big um, explosion of different ingredients and substances coming you know, being utilised by food yep. and drink companies. Like, for example, that company we've seen in New Zealand, Arepa, who yep. do supplements. I've, got a, I've yeah. got a bag of their stuff at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've isolated some substance. Is it in black currant and in is it pine? Um, is the black, yeah, blackberry black or something. Yeah, yeah, black, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so, I mean, a lot of this innovation we're seeing happen in drinks, Um, I guess that's like an evolution of energy drinks and probably caffeinated drinks. So 
those type of products are, are filling that role there. Some, and we're seeing a bit of it in supplements, um, even in performance nutrition um, products. Some of those products are sort of straddling those uh, spheres of mm-hmm. work and work and exercise. Um, and this is kind of the safe world. Like yeah. we say, safe world. I know there's still a lot of um, hurdles that. Like personally, I still have to go through to try and get it into future products that I'll be looking into. But it's kind of the the ingredients in the nootropic world that people are talking about now are kind of like your ashwagandha, Mm. um, your alpha-amine, kind of like, yeah, your amino acids that were just on the cusp. Like they're not the amino acids that people are aware of. Um, Well, to be honest, I think amino acids in themselves are a new topic and this is probably where the whole product progression and like it might take amino acids such as branch chain amino acids to kick in and then mm. yeah then you say the caffeine then the alphinine and then more and more nootropics uh kick in uh after that and it is how early do you think are we in this world like you mentioned it's already kicking off in silicon valley from maybe they're not pro would you say nootropics or would you say harder substances are being used over there um <laughs> and this and this this could open a can of worms um but what do you see it as they're taking it from food sources or are they pushing the boundaries uh to try and get that kind of ultimate performance out of the day so definitely the view here at mintel is that it's just the beginning for new tropics that there still is going to be, we're going to see a lot more innovation in this space. It still is quite emerging just in a few markets. It hasn't really um, gone that wide yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I guess it sort of started off quite slowly because I first started seeing products taking off in this area maybe about five years ago. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which again is is probably a hindrance in the Mintel world because you guys see it so early on. Um, yeah, yeah. You're probably going, oh, hurry up, come on, trend, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the time it mainstreams, we've already written so much about it, and then um, our clients are saying, we want to know about this, and we're like, oh, but that's over. And they're like, no, 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 it's happening now. Like, oh my god. Okay. Uh, all um, right. Let me let me look yeah, through yeah, the files yeah. again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it's really what we're going to see next is more of those claims and probably more precise claims. That there are, some of those nootropic products now are splintering mm. and they're offering either memory support or focus and alertness support or, you know, then relaxation. Um, and they're not necessarily nootropic mm. beverages, but I think they're adaptogens, um, which is another sort of subclass of um, botanicals and other ingredients that can promote uh you know relaxation yeah um possibly even sleep so yeah yeah, it really is like these people are sort of starting to be able to you know to tune their minds to whatever need whatever state they need to perform at throughout the day yeah i just i think it's such a fascinating world and and everything that I do, I don't know if I ha- hopefully other people do it as well, but I feel that mm. I, I test a lot of products and like yeah. I'm in the I'm in the middle of kind of the testing phase of a whole series of like new ingredients. And yeah. I hope I'm hoping that like I've 
doctor a bit of doctor google's going on but also i'm i'm a big believer in um, there's a website called examine.com mm-hmm. and they they take all the research papers uh of that particular topic or ingredient and bring it all together and work out if there's any benefit in there or if there's any actual scientific evidence and I've I've been putting all these ingredients into examine just to see what the yeah what the literature states and I actually trial a lot of stuff on myself and I think I actually overdosed uh the other night and (laughs) And you're probably aware of it with like compounding. Is it called like nootropic compounding where they, if you add one ingredient to another, it actually can strengthen the ingredient and kind of (laughs) the output. And oh my God, I couldn't, I, I've never had anxiety and kind of energy that I couldn't actually use because it was literally in the middle of the night when it kicked in. (laughs) I was going, I was like, is this is this because I took thinking it would calm me down, but it's yeah. actually had the knock on effect of actually waking me up, and it was like taking a pre workout, and I think I I got the dosage wrong. So, um, yeah, for everyone that's doing product development out there, just uh, yeah, do do your research and probably uh, don't do it in Ben's kitchen that uh, <laughs> I tend to do a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot yes. of trial and error, but less of me, more of you because you probably know like kind of the brands that are playing in this space. And is there any brands that are kind of doing some cool stuff and what are they doing that just makes you kind of go, wow, this is, this is exciting. You mentioned one of uh, the other day, which I was intrigued at around about the euphoria. um, Ah, yes, yes, yes. So that's probably the most leading edge product I've seen so far so we've seen a lot of products come out now like um helping your brain helping focus you know helping people work what we've seen recently is the launch of a product in Israel that claims to have a dopamine precursor that will induce a state of euphoria Whoa. <laughs> um, which is amazing. I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yes, That's yes. Pretty... Yeah, so um, it's actually an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Uh, the research, so it has a patent pending on it. The There's also some, there's a Euphoria Research Lab that's associated with this company and they are doing research to look at the interaction of this amino acid, I think it's L, I don't know how to pronounce it, L-tyrosine. Okay. They say, yes, so that influences the dopamine levels in your brain and somehow that interacts with the alcohol and produces this enhanced state of euphoria. And I think even claims it might even have a, you know, stop you getting your hangover. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All sounds too good to be true. Um, (laughs) Imagine working at that lab, though. You kind of go in. It's like, how are you feeling, Brian? You're like, oh, I'm pretty down today. It's like, oh, well, I've got something in the old cupboard here that'll sort you out. And you, you, you'd never have a, a sad day, to be honest, which yeah. could be then very worrying as well. Um, yeah. Because in the in a podcast, it would probably be the uh, when we release this, it would be the one before this. And I talked about digital detoxing and how everyone's probably getting a customized to little dopamine hits, which is what you just mentioned there, like kind of yeah. likes on Instagram, kind of even an email ping 
kind of releases. So it depends. It depends on who's probably sent you the email, but mm, um, yes. <laughs> it's it, it could either be cortisol or dopamine. Or, yes, um, yes. I don't know. Um, yes. But kind of what is like the I can see people having yeah digital detoxing where it just takes a higher level. But if there's a drink which makes you basically dopamine is basically a happy kind of hormone mm. and if there's a yeah if there's a that's fascinating that yeah. but I say fascinating but you, you look at it and go it it makes perfect sense like you guys were the first people to get me um across that non-alcoholic beverages would be kind of a big thing and that's what got me led into kind of okay who's which brands are doing what in this space and that was probably yeah. three four years ago yeah and yeah. you kind of go and then yeah what is the the next phase of that product development so that people get that buzz from alcohol without the alcohol but it seems would you agree kind of that's the kind of where things are going yeah yeah so I think um you know, it seems to be a theme across food and drink innovation. You know, sorry, now I'm going off on another tangent. Like you even look at the cell-based meat um, research that's going on. It's There's so many projects going on where they're just trying to make things better. They look at cows yeah. and go, that's so inefficient, so dirty. There can be pathogens involved. If we do it in a, in a lab, it's cleaner, it's more environmentally friendly let's work on doing this same with alcohol you look at alcohol look at all the downsides I mean there's many upsides mm. but there are there are yeah. many downsides yeah, and definitely. so I think there's a I there's a product called or substance uh called Alcarel which we've written about on um, Intel MFD um which is a an alcohol that you know you can have it have the high without the hangover. Oh, really? Yes, oh, all right. Yes. Oh, cool. So there is definitely, you know, stuff going on in that space. And then now we're seeing this, you know, uh, research into euphoria. So the product I described, that contains alcohol, but still there's other research going mm. on looking at how you can um, play with those chemicals in the brain and maybe, you know, boost people's mood. Um, without as many downsides as alcohol so and I mean that's what we're seeing with CBDs and and, yeah. um, and then and with um, hallucinogenics becoming a bit oh, really more, yes so microdosing so like they are uh, decriminalized um, psilocybin the active ingredient in magic mushrooms in Denver Colorado so again they're Hallucinogenics got a very bad name in the 60s and mm -hmm. 70s because of some unethical research that was yep. going on and then it was outlawed. But now they're going, why throw out the baby with the bathwater? You know, these yeah. substances do have some, can have some benefits. Um, so there's a lot more research going on in that space now and even moves to decriminalise and uh, better regulate um, that space. So, yeah, again, just all harnessing some of what nature can provide to help optimise and manage our mental health and mental states, um, given we it's are living in our yeah. minds so much more these days. It's, you it's know. so true. Mm. So true, yeah. And it's, it's, it's looking at it from a different perspective. So take, and you mentioned it with, yes, yeah, CBD. Like mm. 10 years ago, like it, you would have never thought that, so many different countries would be legalizing cannabis use yes. and kind of even Australia. Like I think from what I'm reading into, and this is where, this is how sad I am. I, mm. I kind of um, 
get seek updates as to which cannabis companies are applying for jobs just to see kind of like that growth and kind of going okay they're moving in oh they're moving into that phase and that's and i talk about a lot of triggers that i use to kind of spot trends and that's one of them to 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 kind of spot kind of companies and kind of which phase are they in in the recruitment phase and Mm. and to break that down like you you talk about yeah like magic mushrooms and kind of like is it psychedelic this is where yes uh, yes. psychedelic kind of drugs in very small quantities could actually be very beneficial to whether it's creativity or kind of yeah euphoria and but people seem to have this well it's like cannabis oh um yeah people take that when they're 14 15 and then they don't do anything and they don't get a job. Whereas you flip that on the head and it's like, well, actually it can reduce stress and can give like a lot of people who haven't slept for years, like their first decent night's sleep. And you might look at, yeah, kind of magic mushrooms and you go, there's a lot of people that can benefit if you change Mm. the lens on Mm. how you look at it. And do you, like, do you see it as like Min telling yourself that you, there's a lot of barriers when you kind of present this information and kind of, is there a way that you discuss it internally to go, we might get pushed back here and a lot of people are like, oh no. Or do you feel that people accept that these things could actually have a, a position in the future? Yeah, look, it is a tricky area, I guess, you know, our obligation to our clients is to be writing about, primarily writing about stuff that they can action, yeah, you know, right. that they can go out, brief into NP, you know, the new product development mm-hmm. pipeline and launch some products in a couple of years that are going to do well. Um, obviously in this space that's not possible, but we do also um, need to have a lens on, you know, give them a view to more longer-term trends. And even though they may not necessarily want to get into that, this space yeah it's still it's an indicator that consumers there is a shift and it's this need for more mental functionality is coming at us um for more effective treatments for some of the mental conditions and and that can be serious you know things that need to be medically diagnosed but then also at the other end of the spectrum just everyday stress of daily life and um, you know, there's more and more people living alone. Um, yep. People are more socially isolated. So, um, yeah, there is much more awareness of the need to manage our mental health and if these substances, yeah. if there's a need in that space, there are different ways companies can tap into that and deliver that. Definitely. I think it, it helps a lot. And, yeah, it's like you say, it's it's a, a forward-thinking kind of mm. yeah view. And I look at it as like my daughter is now nearly four and I always on a, like a Friday night kind of thing when I'm sitting down having a gin and tonic and well at the moment I can't go anywhere, but you're kind of in a pub situation Mm. in when she's 18, I cannot see her going to a pub in the same situation as what I do. And then I always go, what does, a Friday night in a pub look like to my 18 year old daughter. And it's kind of, I definitely see it as the stuff that's been mentioned over the last 23 minutes playing a huge part in that kind of area. And it's whether yeah. you, you order it. And it, this is where my mind kind of goes, 
will she be ordering a drink or would she be ordering i don't know a a supplement or it might be mm. it might be a vapor or it might be yeah. um it might even be a joint for all i know and yeah. And in that joint contains kind of her tailored specific need for that moment and whether that's, oh, you know what, I'm feeling a bit, I feel, I've had a busy day, I'm stressed, I need a little bit of anti-anxiety, a bit of euphoria and you know what, give me a shot of dopamine. Yep. And that goes into a specific product. But then I look at it and go, will she be actually sitting in a pub or will she actually just have a VR headset on and she could yeah. be sitting in a bar in Barcelona with her friends yeah. and some and Amazon Prime has managed to deliver her her vapor in 20 minutes and that's that's what excites me and that's why I think I yeah. love the Mintel world so much because you get the world that is changing and one one area I'd love to touch on because you're kind of you're in it at the moment is mm. the the esports world and mm-hmm. kind of like the e-gamers mm. so for everyone who's listening i think you'd have to be living under a rock to work <laughs> out that the esports is one of the growing kind of categories or kind of growing sports to be honest yeah. um around what what do you notice top line before we dig into that what are you noticing in that space and an overview there uh, look, I mean, especially through COVID, that space has really taken off. Um, I was just looking at some research today on how much participation in those games grew just this year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, and even with, um, you know, there's blurring between retail and gaming. So much, of, so many of our day-to-day tra- transactions are becoming gamified because so much of you know, consumers' lives are now on social media as well. So um, with food and drink um, products, originally we saw lots of drinks primarily targeted at young guys um, who were gaming, but, you know, there's yeah. also food innovation because, you know, there's certain, oh, they're just, it's a different type of eating when you're just stuck in your in front of your computer. It, your hand, you know, is, your hands yeah. are contactless, you know, you don't want your fingers getting dirty, all that type of thing. Um, Correct. Yeah, I didn't realize. It's it's interesting you mentioned that because when you think about product development, yeah, you, you, and there was one gamer that uh, I worked with, mm. and he goes, "Yeah, you don't want anything that's sticky or yeah. any crumbs." And you kind of yeah. go, "Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. You don't want the keyboard jamming on you or kind yeah. of yeah." And you're like, "Yeah, that's really mm. interesting." Yeah, and there's so much crossover and collaboration now with different types of games and, you know, sort of if you're in that world and you go into a convenience store, you'll see some of the symbols or magic potions or whatever Mm. from that game, from a certain game on certain products in the store that you'd only know if you're in that world. And so it's it's funny. It goes to some people, but then once you're in it, it's, it's, it's huge. And I think that's that's where I think a big barrier is because a lot of people aren't mm-hmm. in that world. Like I think there was, uh, correct. I think I might have read it on Mintel, uh, mm-hmm. but they're stating that yeah, like esports will be in the not the upcoming Olympic Games, but the uh, which will be next year now, but the the one after. And yeah. like I know in Melbourne, there's a whole. I think it opened the week before COVID kicked in, and. Yeah it's a whole kind of esports fortress where you literally 
I think there's kind of like a it's like a an event uh, arena for esports. So there's definitely there's definitely an audience. Well, the, there is an audience for it because it's one of the growing uh, kind of industries around. Yeah. Is there, is there any brands that come to mind or kind of um, products that you just go, ah, oh, cool, that that's that's really innovative, or is it more just kind of the ingredients that they're adding in for that specific user? Well, you know, it's just funny as you talk about that, and I, I was thinking back to your question about what's your young daughter going to be doing mm. when she's 18. You know, it's going to be so much more mainstream by then, and people who are doing that aren't drinking alcohol. Yeah, You know, yeah. they definitely, it's just fueling this whole, what we've been talking about, this market for products that promise to give you more mental focus, attention, mm. <laughs> better reaction time, et cetera. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the alco- with so many young people now participating in this world, you can see the knock-on effect it's ha- having on categories like alcohol because they don't yeah. mix. Yeah, so true, yeah, mm-hmm. and you've kind of got it's a younger demographic that's yeah. doing it, which will then just push through into mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, then it's do – you, do you find from, from the research that you do and – it's something that I always bring up in a few podcasts, kind of brands that play in this space. Do you feel that they're like the young kind of fresh brands or do you feel that the well-established brand name, so like your big multinationals want to play in this space, but just don't know how to, what, what's your views on that from whether it's Australian or a global perspective? Um, do you see there'll be a shift in kind of people moving from brands or different kind of, yeah, established brands uh, playing in this space? Yeah, so I think in the beginning it was definitely, it was really easy for energy drinks. They were already in that space. They are in tune with their target audience. The young guys who were primarily engaged in those games were mm. there. So they were able, you know, able to tap into that demand. Um and then, to be honest, it was even some of those um, complete food drink, complete nutrition drinks that we're talking yeah. about that were even tapping into that space because some of those people, you know, they're playing for 20 hours at a stretch and they didn't have time to eat. So it was all these more niche, quirky products playing in there to begin with. Um, yeah, I mean, now... Other, yeah, it is more mainstream brands are getting into that space. I think it's definitely more gone more mainstream now. So yeah. it's something more visible to more mainstream brands. I don't think there's the barriers that there were in the beginning. It's so it's so interesting. It's so, yeah, it's just just a fresh way of looking at things like this. I think everyone who's listening to this podcast is probably hopefully we still got you because there was a lot of science words in there dopamine amino acids which i think more and more people are getting um accustomed to because it's just it's breaking down food into just a different i always see it as instead of going kind of from a, a a a product level you're breaking it down into kind of whether it's cellular level and you get in yeah those little one percent additional things that again science is the leader in this which i think science has been the winner of 2020 to be honest because mm. 
Um, I think people are realizing that there's a there's a lot of cool stuff out there, and you need the science to back uh, things up. And science plays a huge part in yeah, kind of mental health and how to get the best out of out of your day. And kind of just to finish off, where where are you seeing things moving to next? So where what would you see kind of? We're, well, we're nearly at the end of 2020, which is just crazy. But where, if you're dealing with kind of, yeah, your clients and stuff like that, where do you see kind of like the flow over the next six to 12 to 24 months? And what does that look like to you? Wow. In this space, um, I think the, um, yeah, so definitely, we're definitely going to see a lot more nootropic beverages on the market um, and more of that functionality in food and drinks. Um, In that world of complete nutrition products, Mm. that is still, it's niche, but it is growing and it's becoming more food-like. And I find that really interesting because one of the key um, core objectives at least of Soylent in the beginning was offering consumers a low price per meal um, and particularly now post-COVID we're in a terrible economic situation one of the brands of these type of products in Czechoslovakia Mana uh, launched a, a family pack um, in April oh, okay. which I thought was really interesting because people I mean it is a perfect product to have at home people are nervous you know their pantry stocking worried they're going to run out of food Rather, these products are usually purchased for solo eating occasions, but then they launched a family cat pack. People are obviously buying them, stocking up and thinking, oh, I can just feed it to my whole family. But in times of economic hardship, those type of products do make a little bit more sense as well because um, they are low-cost, shelf-stable, dehydrated, you know, they're cheap. So, um, yeah, I see a little bit more interest in that space and as I said those products are becoming more food like so we've just seen an interesting startup launch in Silicon Valley that product's called Future Noodles so it's an instant cup instant cup noodle but not like the horrible chicken artificial chicken flavored product that we know it's got all freeze-dried vegetables in there and kimchi and um, you know sort of superfood ingredients so Oh, cool. sort of future noodles did you yes, say future, yes, yeah, future, future oh, wow. noodles so really yeah really cool um i think they've stocked it in the well when people are going to work in the canteens of tesla and yep. netflix um so definitely yeah i think there's going to be a bit happening in that instant foods complete nutrition sort of making those dried lower cost foods more appealing, more food-like, um, more tasty, less yeah. unhealthy, less unhealthy. You know, um, yeah. To 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 probably, um, I don't want to throw you a curveball here, but sure. since to, to like kind of discussing kind of yeah the the nutritional meals and stuff, what's what's your views? And sorry to put you on the spot, but okay. personalized nutrition, my. Um, mm-hmm. And we probably could do a whole podcast on this. Yeah. We, we probably yeah. should. Um, yeah. But do you see? Do you see that kind of then working in itself with what you've just mentioned, or and and gr- and that's a whole new area in itself, really. To be honest, isn't it? Uh, look, I mean, personalized to me, 
personalised nutrition seems like the logical end point of a lot of um, where the nexus of direct-to-consumer business models, the what happens when manufacturers get all that data about your individual preferences and then also the production technology behind that catches up and becomes agile enough to, to be able to respond and, and, and produce things to order rather than just yeah. being a fixed production line that can just produce one thing at a time. Eventually yeah. it'll be much more agile. So definitely that will be an endpoint. I, it's also quite depressing as a prospect because, you know, <laughs> Food's meant to be social but um, and something that brings people together and that you share and it's very difficult every, if everyone's all eating their own personalised <laughs> product. Um, it sounds like my household growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I find that a bit distressing but it definitely seems to be, you know, with our lifestyles, smaller households, less traditional family structures, less traditional work patterns, people's lives aren't, mm. we're not all following the same pattern. Everything's just becoming a bit more individual. And, and so, yeah, food and eating and, and tech, well, technology will be able to allow people to get what they not want and need. Yeah, really interesting. I don't think, yeah. uh, I think the listeners have probably learned a whole new world when it comes to nootropics, mental functionality and um it's probably making me worried that my 18 year old daughter might be having a vape or a joint sometime soon so um mm. it really interesting times and even the esports so uh, it's hopefully everyone who's listened has kind of just had an overview of like jody you've been in this world probably for a few years even just kind of like learning different brands and different kind of uh ingredients as you mm. mentioned in this show and I've probably spent 12 months and I've only just touched the surface. Like I said at the start, I'll pro- I know literally a sliver of what there is to know. Mm. And I, it would be great to have you back on the show to talk, yeah, whether it's personalized nutrition or whether it's kind of consumer behavior post-COVID because, mm. yeah, the stuff that you guys put out is it's really eye-opening and kind of, I think, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it gets you the the purpose of kind of the content does get you thinking like you guys don't have the answers but you can kind of pull together kind of a lot of information to go well this is this is what ha- this is what is happening and kind mm. of this is kind of the movement so yeah. really fascinating but I just right. want to thank you for your time Jody because yeah that's I, I, it's been one of been one of my favorite episodes to yeah kind of think differently like Tony Hunter is someone we've had on the show. Um, who is also a different kind of uh, different character and a different thinker in this world. So it's mm-hmm. really good to to kind of work out, yeah, hopefully we can look back on this or listen back on this podcast and go, oh, wow. Yeah. That, uh, we that were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is to, to do a shout out for, for you and the team, uh, if anyone is listening and wants to learn more about what you guys do, Mintel do, where, where's the best way to for them to get in contact oh i guess on our website uh intel.com would be yeah the best starting point perfect well i've i've really enjoyed it this is not a lie and um yeah it's 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 a good way to start start the weekend and I just wish um i had a bottle of that euphoria alcoholic (laughs) dopamine hit because as as i said i'm a i'm a 
I'm, I'm a person that does a lot of self uh, testing and yes. uh, I'll, I'd love to be self-testing that mm. product, to be honest. <laughs> mm, mm, sounds good. Well, it's been great talking to you as well, Ben. That was, yeah, yeah. My Absolutely. pleasure joining you.